Hey, we're on the internet. Hello, internet. Yep, you guys are all up. You're all online. I can see everybody. How is <laughs> everyone sure doing? Doing well. Been raining here. We've been raining here all week, and today the sun comes out. It's like, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Very weird. But yeah, we have fog here. We never have fog. I had a little bit of that this morning, but again, it was that getting used to actually getting up at like seven in the morning again. So it's <laughs> like I'll stay up till I've been up till midnight the last couple of nights watching some TV before going to bed, and I'm still up at six thirty. This morning oh, we yeah. were out for our breakfast run, and it's like, oh wow, it's kind of empty in here today. And I looked at the watch. Oh yeah, it's like it's because it's seven in the morning, and we're here in the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. Love it. <laughs> how about all you guys? How, how's your week been? Glad it's the Pretty weekend. Good. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Weekend is weekend. Weekend is fun. Um, but yeah, so it's Saturday. It's uh, more more fun times playing D&D as we start our D&D routine for the weekend. Um. A couple of shout outs to Sirenscape for the background musics and soundboards. Uh, shout outs to D&D Beyond and a, cur or a courtesy shout out to D&D Beyond and a courtesy shout out for Hero Forge for the uh, tokens because we built our minis in Hero Forge and use the tokens so we can easily identify each of our minis. Um, so all the fun things with that. Uh, Tasha's uh, the new book uh, that's going to come out is should be out on Monday or Tuesday. I think I, I think my local comic shop, my local game shop says they'll have it in on Tuesday. I'm sure it'll be and but it's available for pre-order on D&D Beyond if you haven't checked it out yet already. And uh, good news, going to have audio versions of our all of our episodes are going out in podcast format through all the various podcast mediums. Uh, just look up. Uh, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, look for scuba studio and you'll get all of our, you'll get the whole podcast feed uh, on Wednesday. This coming week is going to be a big drop of all the previous episodes of a lot of the previous episodes of this show, along with uh, of all the other, like the scuba and cast and challenge accepted. But Wednesday is dedicated to when this show comes out in podcast format. So sweet. It's also got confirmation. You can even listen to it through Audible and Amazon, as well as Intune, which gives you access to the uh, Echo devices to be able to call out and do Scuba Studio podcast. So if you missed it, great. I'm trying to keep in mind the, the uh, radio version of this as well. So forgive my rambling as I'm trying to <laughs> get through all that. It's been a power hungry week trying to upload all of those old episodes and get it all reconfigured so it can go out. Um, but uh, if you listen to us uh, here live here on Twitch, it's great. Twitch, we're live every Saturday, 10 a.m. You can also check us out on uh YouTube channel for previous episodes to see video version. And as I said, podcast version will become will come out as well. So it'll be kind of staggered uh, as that goes. Um, yeah, I think that's it for my major announcements. I don't know if there's any minor announcements. <laughs> <laughs> Major and minor and all that fun thing. But hey, it's Saturday. Let's have coffee. Let's play some D&D. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers, cheers. Let me check if we got any of that. 
Well, thank you for the four month four month sub, Sid. Uh, thank you for the thousand bits, Ms. K. Or, no, six days ago, but still, thank you. <laughs> B. Fisher had a question for you, Scoop. Already, what is B. Fisher? He didn't. He didn't actually put question in front of it. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, Chad, you didn't exactly. need to point that one out. I saw that question. You didn't need to point that one out. Okay. Now, now I definitely want to know. Uh oh. <laughs> How many bits for the Wandering Monsters Challenge? Well, you know what? You can check out here on Twitch if you there's a little panel that says Viewer Interactions. It'll tell you how many bits you can uh, you can throw to that. Also, if you go to the channel points, there should be a channel point value for a Wandering Monster as well. And you could also tip directly to the stream by clicking on the support uh, button. It'll send you a link over so you can uh, like do a PayPal transfer and just give money directly over. Um, so a lot of ways to do the wandering monster and I actually have a table for wandering monster as a part of my prep which will be based off of Xanathar's uh, guide to everything because it has a wonderful bunch of wonderful love per per level wander, uh, random encounters since we're heading into the underdark it'll be the underdark and since these guys are so awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you wanted to say right there i already know <laughs> we, we, we try to be a family friendly show so i will avoid I, I try to avoid cursing as much as i can um even though you know standard media says pg-13 you can you can do some swearing it's like i'm trying to you know use different words in that vocabulary thing vocabulary uh, <laughs> So mm. our random encounter table is going to be uh, levels uh, 11 through 16 monsters because you guys say what? Well, the, well, it breaks it down I, if you're not familiar is you have your level 1 through 4 and then 5 through 10 and then 11 through 16 and then 17 through 20. So it's based on the same thing as the traditional tier system when you look at the dungeon master's guide it'll say like okay here like tier one tier two tier three tier four level play um interesting little tidbit back in the older versions of uh of DD when they would release modules they would actually make modules and put a little identifier on the upper corner for what tier you should be running that running that encounter at and it's built and and set up for that. This particular module that we're doing is built for a large group of uh, level eight level eight characters, uh, with the expectation that there is going to be a lot of attrition that might whittle down a, a weaker party versus a stronger party. So normally, I five to seven level eight characters instead of four level eight characters who have quite a bit of capabilities and tactically, I mean. Case in point, last week you guys faced off against 29 creatures, 30 creatures, and just went, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's true, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Anarian was hurting pretty bad at the end of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was getting a skosh worried about that. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> I was like, heal, heal. Oh gosh, I don't have enough heals. But on the same token, <laughs> when Anari connects, things tend to lose the, lose limbs. <laughs> many, many pieces. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta wait in there to give the damage. Yeah. That means you gotta take it too. You gotta stick it in the water. 
Yeah. And B Fisher, <laughs> don't apologize. It keeps the stream interesting. That's why we allow the tricksters to influence the world. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be nice too versus, you know, the the whole wild magic all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, just uh let's keep it a little balanced this time. Uh get the party a little something something now and then too. <laughs> Although, personally, I can't really come back last week because that wild magic was just like, oh, zap that way, and I'll resist that, and I shall do maximum damage on that, and I've got my spells back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that did work out pretty well for you, didn't it? Yeah. That was highly amusing. Kind of like the deck of many things. There's a, there's, a, there's a few things that are really nice, and then there are a lot of things where it's like just a whole lot of nope. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Nope, so nope. much nope. <laughs> so much nope. <laughs> but... Yeah, if there's uh, questions or comments in the chat, uh, just put a question in all caps in front or comment in all caps. There's a bot we have running that should filter those over, be able to get to those in case I miss them so we can get them answered. And yeah, I think we're ready to kind of get into this. Uh, where we last left off, uh, you guys had uh, winter, what spent the winter in Twilight Gap uh, making sure it was secure and it's getting to be spring. Uh, done some renovations and whatnot for your uh, base in the Shadowfell or your, your summer home, I guess, if you want to call it. Or winter home, whatever. Um, and then uh, afterwards, in the spring, you were uh, requested to uh, come and visit a, uh, a, dwar uh, a dwarven diplomat and trader. And he had... Uh, asked you got he had hired you to venture into the underdark to a lost a dwarven city to find an ancient dwarven artifact called the shards of day shards of the day uh, which is a collection of swords and an orb that when all assembled can do really interesting things um and you guys started you first went off to a, a, a relatively mediocre silver mine called the called the dells and going and entering the dells and starting to venture down and down and eventually you come to what looks to be an uh, uh, an old abandoned entrance uh fortress style entrance and as you walked through that entrance you realized a little too late but not too too late that uh you had walked into a trap the trap was sprung and you were surrounded uh by 29 uh, Duergar, uh, some of which were mounted on spider-like creatures called Steeders, and they had uh, several spider-like creatures uh, that had blades on their legs that were right, quite nasty. So they had surrounded you and felt that they had the upper hand until a well-placed, a couple of well-placed fireballs for some weird reason uh, decimated their numbers. And uh, soon you were surrounded by a pile of corpses and looking about. And that is kind of where we will pick up where we left off. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and head over to the map because we still have stuff on the map. Alrighty. So I've already cleared away the bodies from the map, but know that there are quite a bit of them there. <laughs> I know we said we weren't going to take a long rest, but we were going to take a short rest and maybe just have a look at the corpses and stuff. Did we agree on that one? Uh, I think uh, uh, that, or you wanted to make sure the area is secure because right now you're kind of you're kind of out in the open. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Definitely take a look at the bodies, see what we can find. Whole lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully some of it useful. I uh, can't guarantee that, but it's definitely more stuff than you can carry. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about this morning, actually, is um, if we at least stockpile it near where we actually came into the area. So obviously we had the doorway that closed behind us. If we just sort of stash it off to one side so that maybe if we make it out the other side, we might not come back this way is at least we can, we know we can get back into the other side from the mines is we can maybe come and collect it later rather than try to take it all with us. Who knows if we're going to be coming back to this side again, though. I think that's, that's probably it, the it, biggest question. Yeah, but the thing is, we don't come back out this way. We always know we can come back in this way on the other side because we're not that far from the cave entrance from the mines. So if at least we stash it here, we can get through this door into it later on. That works. Yeah. Anarian, how you feeling? Do you need some healing? Uh, yeah, could probably use a few more points still. Um... Getting kind of low on spell slots. Uh, I was going to say, if that's the case, though, go ahead and save your spell slots. Um, let me see here. How short am I? I've got I? one. I can do it. I've got a healing potion, too, that I can... A couple of them that I could probably use. Save the spells. Probably a good idea. Yeah. So. I also have some healing potions if you need it. All right. Let me... Um, I'll go ahead and take one of my healing potions. Two D four plus four. Well, that'll help some. Seven points back. I'm in better shape, so it should be alright, as long as we don't run into anything super nasty. No guarantees down here, I don't think. That's what I'm thinking, too. Especially after that last round. I just realized how creepy Shrag's background is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just saying, you, do see a, you do see a doorway that leads... It looks like it's leading into another room, as well as you see the tunnel uh, continue to the west and continue to descend. All right. Do you think we uh, should check out the room first, make sure that there's nothing behind us before we move further down? That would make sense. I mean, there's a good chance that with what we've just killed, there wouldn't be much else in the same area, but it's always nice to explore and know just what's there. Yeah, I think that's probably a good plan. Is it discretion is the better part of valor? <laughs> that's what they say sometimes, I've heard. Hey, Steve, how come I have an aura? Uh, I think that was... What did you... Oh, did you have an aura from a spell last time? Oh. That'd be your dark vision. Um, no. Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was from Spirit Guardians. Okay. We will remove that, because that would have dissipated. All right. So carefully opening the door. There's not much... Of, there's not a door. It's just a doorway. Oh, okay. Carefully uh, going through the doorway. All right, this room is uh, in extreme condition of disrepair. 
Its gray walls and ceiling are devoid of ornament, oh, but there are there's a profuse it's profuse with uh, cracks uh, throughout the walls and ceilings. Uh, some of them appear to be crudely patched. Uh, there's a set of crude stone tables and chairs, as well as dirty uh, pallet-like beds uh, scattered here and there. Um, several, a couple of bags of dirty clothes and several boxes of assorted stoneworking tools on the uh, tables and floor. Um, there's also, uh, there's, uh, do a quick uh, investigation check. That's what I was just going to ask. Yeah. 18. Investigation. Okay. 17. Mine will be a big whopping 14. I get the lowest in the bunch. Okay. Um, searching about through all the various uh, bits and pieces, you find a bunch of bits of uh, jewelry and whatnot. Uh, totaling it all up, it's about 500 gold worth of jewelry. Uh, Durgar, Durgar uh, jewelry. Uh, cool. Along the very in the various uh, beds and, and personal spaces, you see. Just so we're not all. that. Right. Well, we'll take that and figure out a place to sell it at some point. Just for the sake of duplicating nuts stuff, are you okay making the nuts in that shed? Because you've got the yeah, got iconic. It. Cool, good man. Yeah, I got it. Thank you, kindly. Party treasure. You also see on the southern wall there's a stone door. Do you need any of these stone carving tools, Obsidian? No? Okay. We're going to the door. Is the door kind of here? Yep, that's where the door is. Okay. Alright, so I go to the door and listen. Alright. Go ahead and roll perception. Plus eight, 16. Uh, you're not hearing anything uh, through the door. Um, I'll go ahead and give it a shot. Okie dokie. 26. Uh, again, it's uh, very quiet inside the room. Okay. okay. I okay. will carefully open the door. And whoa, 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 whoa. Just two seconds. We've yeah. all just come through one trap, area. Let's investigate the actual door itself first for traps. Just to be on the safe side. All right, Shrag, go ahead and roll investigation. Uh, it's going to be a 16. Uh, as far as you can tell, there doesn't appear to be any traps on the door. The door is locked, though. Ooh. <laughs> Does there seem to be any... Um, for all it's locked, does it seem to be a particular locking mechanism or access to any mechanisms on it, or is it just a smooth, closed door? It's a smooth closed door, but you do see there's a there's kind of a, like a stonework type of uh, lock system. Cool. I'll uh, I'll look to Obsidian and uh, ask him. Well, do you want to practice with your thieves' tools, or shall I? You go right ahead. You want me to try it out? Yep. All right. I'll Just try to. What's what's pick... your addition to that sleight of hand? What you're adding to it? <laughs> huh? There's um that's there's a thieves' tool um thing that I have. So that'll be a 20. All right. You kind of, you go in there and you're able to kind of fiddle and uh, get the lock to disengage. And then you can start to uh, pull the door open. Ever so slightly. Just to try to peek in the room first. All right. 
Uh, this room smells like rot and decay. It is cloaked with tattered webs and tangles of spider silk. Hanging listlessly in the silk are the barely identifiable, identifiable bits and pieces of long dead victims. A skeletal hand here, a thigh bone there, etc. And again, on the south wall, there is yet another door. I don't like spiders, so do I see any spiders in the room? Uh, give me or a, just the webs. Give me a perception. Check. Perception. That is going to be a sixteen. All right. Um, looking about the room, and you can kind of you you don't see anything immediate immediately as you as you look as you look straight across um, as you kind of shift your gaze up. Uh, there are a couple of dark spots. Uh, in the ceiling that are just that uh, you kind of just kind of looking through to looking through and seeing but you don't see any you're not seeing anything moving at the moment okay I'll, I'll relay the information of what I've seen to the rest of the group at this point there's a couple of dark that? spots that could be spiders but they're not moving at the moment Would you like Maybe me to cast I cast druid. I use my druid craft to light the uh, spider silk webs on fire. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, you guys have to kind of. Are you coming into the room to do that? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I have a range of thirty feet on it, so. Okay. So. All right. So lighting a lighting in the room. You light the uh, the spider the 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 webs do catch fire, and they uh, pretty much the whole room kind of ignites in a fireball for a brief for a brief moment. Uh, who is in the room when he casts the Druidcraft? I think all of us. I was gonna say I think we all said we stepped oh, just inside to do it the door before anybody did it. But oh, okay. okay. Everybody had said they looked in the room. No one had said they went in the room. That's why I was trying to do it before people went in. But okay, how much damage <laughs> do we take? Um, seven points of fire damage from the webs. All right. And... Isn't that exactly what you just got from your potion? Yes, it is. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we can sit there and say that for that if you wanted to do it, you wanted to do it before, before, after. Wanted to walk in the room after Obsidian walked in. Well, and did that. that was that was kind of my question. Is I th I thought basically that he was kind of sticking his hand through the door and then casting his druid craft to burn the webbing and stuff. And then after that was done, then I thought we were going to enter. But whatever works for you, you're ruling. You're the DM, so you make the ruling. All right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, you got lighting it beforehand, and then once that happens, uh, you act. You do see movement as two of the spiders, two of the uh, spiders, uh, start to react, and they take a little bit of the. They take some of the. They take some damage from the fire. And with that, Hooray. roll initiative. Indeed. <laughs> Starting with obsidian. It's going to be one of those days. Nat one plus four for five. Ouch. 
Venari. Yeah, you get out of the way at least. 24. Drag. 15. 15, okay. Will? 13, with advantage. Rolled an 8 and a 9. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, right off the bat, they take fire damage. Yay. Which so gives, it's like the uh, same spiders that we saw in the other room. Yep. The knifey they are, ones? They are a set of sword spiders. Yay. Yeah, so we don't want to let them pounce. So they're currently on the ceiling. So, Anari, you're this? up first. How high is the ceiling at this point? Uh, ceilings in here are about 20 feet up. <sighs> All right. Well, in that case, I think I will use my longbow. Okay. And I will engage the one in the far corner. So it'll be this one. Okay. And first attack is going to be a 13. 13 does not hit. Okay, I didn't think it would. The next hit is going to be a miss as well. They must have been well hidden in the darkness there. Yeah. Alrighty. And then, okay. just because... Nah, that's alright. I'll just stay where I'm at. Okay. All right, next will be their turn. This one... You can... Do this at random. Uh, this one is going to leap over. No. Spider pig. Spider pig. No, it's just a regular spider. <laughs> <laughs> well, not regular. Really glad we don't have sword spiders in this reality. That would not be fun. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see. It didn't use its in impalement as it comes down. Lucky us. But it kind of it leaps over here to where it's got a, and it's going to lash out with its attacks, because it gets a it has a multi attack. Indeed. What's he going for? Um. Oh, they're both they're both go right after each other, so they're both going to come in. So this one right here is going to make uh, two attacks on Obsidian and two attacks on Shrag. And the other one will make two attacks on Will and two attacks on Anari. Ooh, these are four attack creatures. <laughs> Many legs. Bring so, it on. Starting with Anari because he's first in the initiative. Indeed. So first attack 
is a 16 to hit. That will miss. Second attack is also a miss with a 9. Ooh. Next we'll do Shrag. Do attacks. First one. Bob and Weave. Bob and Weave. Come on, Shraggy. No, the 17 will miss. Ready? Second attack. That one's also a miss. And two for Will. That is a 15 to hit. Miss. Second attack is a 20, 25 to hit. That will hit. Ouch. Slap. Smack it back, Will. I will. Fourteen points of piercing damage. Ow! Spiked. Right. Last two hits to Obsidian. First one. They twenty-three to hit. Dang. Second one is a eighteen to hit. Uh, meets it, meets it, and for one of them, the first one I'll use Uncanny Dodge to half of, to half okay. the damage. Okay. First hit was five, uh, six, eight points of piercing damage. So Second four. hit. Is that the half? Or That's the that full. The okay, so four. All right. Second hit is 16 points of piercing damage. Wow. Oh. Oh. Evaded the wrong attack. I did. I <laughs> must have These run things, right into the thing. That's what I was going to say. You, you ducked the one right into the second. Oh, no. He Next, zigged when he should have zagged. Uh, Next up is Shragnaz. Well, let's, let's see now what we got. We're a little bit too close to that one, so I'm going to Shraggy boy. disengage move as my bonus action to pull back to the corner. And then we shall launch in a little bit of a firebolt. Alrighty. That is going to be a dirty 20 to hit. That will hit. Roll damage. And that is 12 points of... Um, yeah, we'll keep it fire damage. 12 points of fire damage? Yeah. Alrighty. Next up. Any, that completes your turn, right? Yep, that's all I can do this turn, yep. Alrighty, now for Will. Hey, I am okay. So he, he's within melee range with me. So if I do a ranged attack, it would be a disadvantage. Yes. Technically, yes. Unless you have some feat that negates that, like sharpshooter or something like. That. Yep. Nope. I'm not that cool. Okay, so then I'm gonna go with Word of Radiance. Okay. So you hear me utter a, a divine word in a divine language <laughs> and um, both of them need to make a DC 16 con saving throw both fail sweet they will take terrible terrible damage nine Ooh. <laughs> I rolled a one and a three one uh, the the one the one uh, the first the one that, the first one that jumped in that one's uh, looking a little looking uh looking a little rough the other one is uh, staggered but still kind of, still kind of in it. Cool. And that's yep. my turn. All right. 
Next up is Obsidian. Alright, so the first attack, uh, magic short sword for 27 to hit. That will hit, roll Nin damage. And 19 points of damage. Alrighty, that will remove that one from the field. Nice. Right, so then I'm gonna step up to the other one, and it was uh, 25 to hit for 5 points of damage. Alrighty. Said five points of damage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bringing back to the top with Inari. All right. So um, I will engage uh, the one that's left, of course. <laughs> and uh, the first one will be a 19 to hit. That will hit. Roll damage. Uh, okay. That's going to be 19, 23 points. Alrighty. Of piercing. And then the second one to hit will be a 22. That will hit. And that one will do 14 points of piercing damage. All right. And that will kill it. Woo! All right. Um, and Will took some damage and Obsidian took some damage. So do you guys need gonna... healing potions? No, I've got some. I'm going I'm gonna to take go ahead potions. and I'm going to take two of my healing potions, my regular ones. Okay. I have eight of them. So now we have the two dead spiders, and the room is now devoid of any kind of webbing. There's a little bit of a little bit of char. There's a slight li slight little bit of charring on the walls, but it's superficial at best. And there is the another is stone here? door at the back of the room. Search the room. Is do we? Is there anything in here? Anything of interest? Bones. Bones. All right. You go to the Just... next door and listen. Okay. Just before we move on, just thinking for um, Tinkerbell, um, the sword spider's blade legs. I was just going to ask. Do we feel that if they're actually sturdy enough that they could actually be made into weapons, in which case could, could we gather them from these spiders and the ones in the other room, bundle them up, not put them into the bag of carrying, so it pierce them, um, but bundle them up and carry them? Could they potentially be of interest to her? Go ahead, uh, possibly. Go ahead and uh, roll a. Uh, I want to roll a nature check to see yep. about uh, as far as either nature, nature or survival to see about as far as um, breaking down breaking down the corpse. Uh, we'll go for a seventeen on nature. How sturdy are those legs would they be usable? I. Uh, you could see that they could. There could be some use to them in terms of some uh, some weapon, uh, some possible weapon type thing. I mean, the blades are an organ. Are, are they're not? They're they're kind of a natural blade, like a, yeah. kind of like a fingernail or a tusk. So just like when you think about uh, I using ivory to make certain ivory used to make candles and hilts and you know certain certain what certain creatures or certain uh resources to do that also yeah. because they're spiders and given that they are a large creature uh there's also the possibility of breaking down any type of venom sac or venom gland because knowing how spiders uh traditionally consume their uh meals 
there's a possible there there's a possibility for that as well. Okay, okay. I think we definitely trying to take the legs, but yeah. So what do, what do we get if we take them? How many? Um, that'll there are at this point there are seven of them to pick through. So it would be a survival check on e- on each of them as far as you know to kind of surgically deca- uh, remove the legs. Plus the legs are all going to be roughly about the size of Shrag. <laughs> or or uh, well, you're you're a short race too, right? No, I'm a human, but I'm you're... just kind of a short human. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, for you guys, it's def- they're definitely going to be as uh, to the joint. They're going to be at the various segments. They're going to be about as big as Shragnaz is. That dude. And Narian, how how much will your quiver hold? Could we put him in your quiver? So on my quiver, um, the largest compartment can hold an equivalent size to like a spear or a javelin. So there should be plenty of space there. Yeah, these would be roughly that length. Can I help? So we can we can put them in our, our or we can put them in my quiver. Okay. So how do you want us to uh, roll this, Steve? Is it uh, is it each of you is going to take a spider and, a, and and go at it, or who has the, together? I was going to say we can either work together, and I can just give somebody my um, my bonus because I don't I'm not proficient in either of those. I have um, a plus five and then proficient in survival at the moment because of my uh, whispers of the grave. I have plus five in survival as well. Okay. Probably best so, you to go for them. I was going to say, maybe, Shrag, do you have any bonuses on it? I've only got a plus one. I'm not that well in survival. I'm All right. The, the nature. So why don't you help um, help Will and give her your plus one, and I'll help Obsidian and give him my plus two? Yeah, it's advantage. Sense. If you're going to assist, it's oh, you're going to do advantage. advantage. Okay, you that's fine. I don't pass the bonuses along. Okay, so that if works. you pair up and go after individual ones, I said seven. So one pair does three. The other pair does, or the other pair does four. four. Yep, sounds good. So okay. it'd be three different checks. So my my first one uh, on the advantage is an eighteen. Okay. 14 and 5 is a 19. Okay. 18 and 5 is a 23. And oh, that one's, And a 13 and a 5 is an 18. All right. So for all four of them, you're able to get uh, six of the eight legs. On each of them? On okay. each of them. So well, it's 24. You said I'm doing two? You're doing three. 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 Okay. So I got a so. 14, a 24. And a 22. All right. Uh, so on two of the spiders, you're able to retrieve uh, all eight. You're able to pull apart all eight legs. On the uh, last one, you're able to get uh, four of the uh, eight legs. So 20. So that's a total of 44 legs. Wow. And did we get venom sacks too? Is that what you want to use? That, uh, on the two that you got the above 20s, definitely. Be able to get okay. some venom sack and take some bits off the carapace, which uh, could be used to uh, possibly make uh, some work on something else. Probably, uh, probably about twenty pounds per on those two. You got over twenty. Nice. Uh, Shad, the ones you got that were uh, you didn't get any. You didn't have any rolls over twenty, right? I had one. One. One, so you can add in another another leg, so twenty five legs, and then 
uh, that one, you're able to also get the venom sat, get some of the venom, and uh, pick up, be able to pick apart the carapaces. So, uh, on each, on all seven of them, about 20 pounds of the carapace that is uh, salvageable to use. So that's what 140 pounds of the carapace for potential wow. use uh, in some kind of crafting. 40 plus legs. And then uh, venom sacks from half of the, from about, what, three, three of them. four of them? Because you got 120. Four. Or yeah, she got two and you got one. So yeah, yeah, three. Okay. And the venom sacks are a decent size. So it's probably something in the neighborhood of like two gallons of the spider venom. Two gallons total or not? Sure. Yeah, total. Because we'll never remember this if, when we get back to. I'm just. Sorry. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I'm taking the time <laughs> to tell you now, so make you can make a note now. of it for that little little bit. How 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 long the venom will last, or what it what its effects are outside of what thinking what spiders or how it has to be kind of boiled down in an alchemy in as far as alchemy and stuff. But at least it it's something. But yeah, already quite a bit. And then thinking back to the Dorgar. Each of them had javelins and war picks, so 30, 29, uh, 29 of each. Twenty-nine of each. You know. <laughs> we're just barely in the door. We're not going to be able to carry everything we're going to find. Uh, no. And I think that's why Shrag is saying stack it in a corner somewhere, and yeah. we'll come yeah. back and get it later. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the mundane stuff like the swords, the axes, whatever the the creatures were carrying, that we can leave just inside the the, the slam shut door. Um, I think the uh, the rest of it might be worthwhile taking, depending where we're going to. There might be some crafts and stuff in the city we're going to. We can maybe trade some of that stuff once we get there, rather than to take it throughout the entire dungeon back to Tinkerbell. I was just thinking, for, certainly part of the the spider legs would be of interest to her, something a little bit quirky and a bit different. Yeah, how big um, is the blade part of the leg? It's the like when you think size. of think of the spider leg, it's like that whole. Um, you ever watch uh, Kingsman? Yes. It's that basically just think like her from the knee down is just a blade that it kind of just. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so we put the spider legs in the quiver. So I can take. Um, I don't know if you build up put to all six. 40 yeah, You're not that's what I was going to say. 40. I can only get six in there. How much do they weigh? Uh, each one is going to be probably about 10 to 10 pounds or so. Yeah, the weight, the weight's not going to be an issue because it's a no, lot I'm like the. Oh, for OK. The, for putting them in bags or, or something else. Yeah, they're going to be each each one is going to be about 10 pounds worth and they're about the size of a, a, of a, of a javelin. OK, so in that case, if they're the size of a javelin, I can actually take more because the mid-size compartment holds up to 18 javelins or similar objects. So I can take 18 in the mid compartment and then the largest compartment holds up to six long objects like a bow, quarterstaff or spear. So I usually keep my bow in there so I can basically take seven more. Cool. So we took 18 and seven. Yep. 18 in one compartment. OK, so, so I can take 25. And the rest we can stack with and the, the rest, rest inside the doorway. The yep. rest we'll probably have to leave with the with the picks and so forth. Yep, yep. And there's another door in here, you said? Yep. There's another door on the south wall. All right. And, uh, and the venom sacks and the 
the 140 pounds off the carapace, we'll put in the haversack bags and, and other stuff. Distribute the weight. Distribute the weight inside of those. Okay. Just out of interest, did we look any closer at the one that appeared to be the leader of the duo guard? Did we actually look at him? Because I think he was the one that fell from the ceiling on the left. Yeah, did he have anything special on him? Nope. Oh, that's cool. Sorry, just wanted to chat. Uh, Doorway. So go, oh. to, go to the southern door and listen. Yep. Do our listen at the door trick. All right. Perceptions. I rolled a 17. 15. Sorry, hmm? go ahead. Go ahead, Will. Huh? 15. All right. Obsidian? 17. Nari? Perception is going to be a 12. Okay. Um, Obsidian, uh, as you listen in on the door, um, it's a little hard for, it's a little hard to hear through stone, but you (coughs) almost think you can hear a faint groan. Like, like just a maybe a, just a hair over a whisper, a faint groan in a, in a small, small little voice. I mean, you, you almost you almost can't can't put your finger on it, but it is just something that is it's the only thing that's considering everything else is kind of quiet with a little little echoes. But this is just the one. This is the peculiar thing. And this door, uh, yeah. So we check invest- the door for traps. Yeah. Yeah. This door. We hear something. Yeah. You hear something? Uh, investigate the door to see the status of the door. Sixteen plus four, dirty twenty. All right. The door does not appear to be trapped, but it is all. It is locked. Shrag, Shrag, try. Yeah, Shrag can try his hand at this one if he wants. Yeah, that's twenty-seven. All right. You able to get in there and click? And you pull the door open. I want to peek my head in. The door opens smoothly and quietly, in testament to dwarven craftsmanship. The room beyond is dark, but two eyes glitter in the dark interior. They belong to a haggard and starved, uh, deep known prisoner. He sees you again and attempts to speak, but his tongue is so swollen and his lips are so dry and cracked that only unrecognizable noises come forth. He's hanging by his wrists from two slender ropes, his feet swinging slightly above the floor. To his left are, to his left and right are another set, another, uh, other gnomes, strung up in a similar manner, but their heads are bowed down in unconsciousness. Okay, so I go up to the first one and I'll take my knife and cut him down or my dagger and cut him down and I will give him water from one of the uh, water skins I have and pull out some rations to give to him. Now he's not strung up by rope, he's strung up by chain. By chain? Okay. Um, we, are they rusted or are they sort of still fairly reasonable locks we can pick? That's what I was uh, going to ask. Go ahead and give me an investigation check, Greg. It is... Oh, not 20, 24. These chains seem to be in fairly good condition as if they as if they're somewhat maintained. So they're in their good working order. Cool. Um, do you want me to rattle off three quick sleight of hand checks to unlock the manacles? Oh, we have three rogues. So one rogue each. Obsidian was going for the first guy. Do you want to go for the second one and Inari for the third? Sure. Yeah. All right. I, I might ask 
Hillary for assistance if when I undo these and we drop him to the floor. <laughs> I'm not that big to catch him. Well, they're deep gnomes, so they're not much... You're actually a little bit bigger than they are. Yeah, right, 10 inches makes all the difference. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're kind of picturing it, they're strung up and it's like their feet are just barely touching the floor. If oh, at all, maybe idea. maybe if there was a slight breeze, this toe would just lightly scrape across the floor. Okay, so that's cool. it, it's not terribly unrealistic for you as a goblin to kind of reach up and do this. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I will um, um, help by just kind of putting like holding a little bit of their weight just under their arms to like help them settle down gently because who are, knows how long they've been here. Are you helping the one that are you, you're helping the one that Shrag is going to? Yeah, the one that's conscious. Uh, the one that's the one Obsidian's on. Trag is going to one of the other two. Okay. So I'll, I'll uh, take first the one off, in the Obsidian right for your uh, lock picking. Uh, Twelve plus four, sixteen. Good to go, Anari. I got a nat twenty plus seven for twenty-seven. Okay, Shrag. <laughs> I also got a nat twenty for a total of thirty-five. What is All right, I'm wasting them. <laughs> wasted, wasted twenties, but yeah. So each so so Shrag and Anari kind of go over there and go click click, and then they they look back at Obsidian who's taking who just took a fraction of a second longer to click, and undo it, and lower him down and uh, give him some water. Yes, water and and I offer him some rations. Um, after the water, he he, he starts to perk up a little bit and then uh, kind of hungrily uh, goes at the rations. The other two uh, take a little more coaxing to kind of get to consciousness because uh, they were a little further along in their dehydration and starvation. But after uh, after about 20 minutes or so of kind of nursing it back, all, all three are conscious and the lead one is... Um, starts to kind of kind of kind of jabber on and 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 thank you um what like does anyone it's he he has he has a very kind of broken common that he speaks um helm of comprehend languages yeah okay. so i'll put my helm on so that i can communicate with all right so as he attend as he at first as he starts and then keeps getting i also do have dwarvish i also speak druid and dwarvish naturally well they, that helps these guys would not these they would speak like maybe maybe some gnomish uh, or a variation of gnomish but most com most likely under common so okay. your helm yeah, of so comprehend languages does it allow you to speak in the same language i think it's, it's just understand so we could you speak can to use them an action to cast the comprehended language so hold on so let me find the darn spell <laughs> uh, for the duration you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear you also understand any written language you see but you must be touching the surface so no you can't actually speak it so we'd have to speak to them in common but we would understand their reply yeah unless one of you speaks underdark no unfortunately I can only speak goblin in common. Nobody speaks gnomish. Nope. Okay. No, I'm um, sorry. So his, his his some of his his common is very broken and bad, like you know. But uh, he does he, he 
kind of first rattles off an undercommon and then uh as you start to reply back in the conversation he has a tries very hard to respeak in uh common but most of his words are in uh in undercommon so with the comprehend languages you kind of get a get a feel for it and he's uh he's basically saying his name is uh his name is DTAC. or no his name oh wait misplaced okay his name is abuld and his friends are DTEC and Ingling. And uh, they were uh, captured by the uh, Duergar and have been there for quite a while. And uh, really kind of appreciate uh, you guys uh, helping them out. Why did they lock you up? The Duergar. They just... Go ahead, just give me, go ahead and give me a history check. You want everybody or just Will? Well, anybody who's curious, like, why the Duergar would do this. 19. Yeah. 20, dirty. Yeah. 10, they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> Obsidian, were you asking, were you curious uh, on that too? Sure. Uh, 19, what was I looking for? Uh, it was the, why, it was in response history? to why the Duergar would capture. Yeah, but history. Yeah, history yeah, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, sorry, check. 23. Sorry, I was typing up notes. Gotcha. Um. So with the with those roles, just real quick uh, for some of that history is like um, Durgar are, are referred to as like the uh, the gray dwarves. They're they typically live in the underdark. Um, they participate in like the slave trade. And they're just malicious and evil. Um, they t they like to uh, they do they torture for fun. It's like what they do for kicks. Um, you you find that very, most races in the Underdark are, tend can be somewhat xenophobic to each other. So there's a lot of hostility. And while Duergar are used as slaves by some of the other races in the Underdark, they you know do unto others as they're done unto themselves kind of comment. They're not. They're they're very they're very much like a like the mirror image of dwarves, in the sense that they're just evil. dwarves can be you know somewhat lawful good and 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 negotiate and, and you know friendly. These guys are like, nope. I just assume torture you and 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 kill you as a, as opposed to anything else. I try and find out where they're from. Do they live down here? Yes, they have a they have an enclave deeper in the city. That uh, someplace we can help you get to safely. I, yeah. If they, if they, they would, they would definitely wouldn't uh, would appreciate the assist. They don't. Um, they're not gonna have. They don't have any weapons or any of their equipment. So they're pretty much just gonna be walking along with y'all. Can they make any use of the Druagar armor and equipment? There's a pile of weapons out there. They, they could, um, but there won't be much. There won't be much use in a fight. They're really weak from being uh, strung up here and tortured for mm -hmm. oh, for days and days from what you get from what what they're telling in their story they're kind of lost as far as how long they've been there so but well, just looking at them they're extremely they're extreme they were extremely dehydrated extremely uh, emaciated from starvation so it they pretty much have quite a bit of exhaustion well can you provide them a mount to ride so they don't have to walk? Let's see what happens. 
do we got? What do we got? Let's roll some d8s. Okay, we've got an eight and two fives. I think that's good. So I take out my little bag of tricks and take out a handful of three little furry balls and toss them and two giant goats and a brown bear appear. That'll nice. work. So nicely. Two of them can ride on the bear. One of them can ride on one of the goats. And I look at Shrag and I'm like, hmm? Hmm? Put your saddle down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll whip his saddle out first, put that on. Then he'll put his hands up. Oh, yes. There we go. There we go. Rewind. <laughs> Still haven't gotten that boar again. No one doesn't want to come out. <laughs> I think it got a little abused in the last round of combat, so I don't blame it. <laughs> the fates are not being kind to you. It said I smell. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll ask them to kind of lead the way. All right. Direct us on which way to go. We'll kind of follow with them. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell my beastie friends to follow their commands so far as direction, but not for attacking. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So you guys uh, decide to head out now? Um, should is there we... anything else in the room? No, nothing else in here. This is kind of like a, a prison. Pri this is a, basically a cell, prison, prisoner cell. Um, it'll take in if you made all the rest of your preparations as far as uh, squaring away the the battle area. Then and around the room. It would have been a, you would have had enough time, you know, going through all the bodies and whatnot, which you did prior to releasing them. You would have had enough time for a short rest. I was going to say, should we take a rest here? These, uh, my furry creatures will be here until the next dawn. So we could even take a long rest if we needed to. How far? We want to just do a short rest. Yeah. Can we try to find out how far we are from their city? Um, um, probably probably a good six eight hours of travel i think we need to rest here before we go on i mean you're still you're still a little bit of a ways before you actually get into the city and then uh they say once they once in the city that's about 2500 feet or so so but as they war as they as they as the conversation goes and they ask uh, if you've had any experience in the end of the arc it's you don't rush if you can avoid it they right. take it carefully so it'll take it'll take about eight hours to get down there okay with with that in mind i i want to ask them also how often they get checked on by their prisoners or by their uh, guards rather uh, as they come if they come out and they see the amount of bodies it's like probably not for a while <laughs> okay. okay well this might be the last that, 
we'll play if, rest for some time. And that's what I was going to say. I think this at least is a secure area. Did, did we not we say can... last week that we hadn't actually been that long since our last full rest? It was actually it's yeah. just almost just sleeping only... too soon. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, for your internal clocks, so to speak, this is probably late afternoon. Take a short rest then. Yeah, I guess that that's best we can do then. I mean, while we're taking that short rest, I will also maybe sort of try and help the crown see if we can find the mechanism for the um, the door that they dropped behind us. All right, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Uh, it's a nineteen plus what? It's twenty-three. All right, uh, you're able to kind of trace back and find the mechanism that uh, triggers the door. And after a little bit of time, you're able to reset it. So the cool. door opens up. Awesome. Thank you. On the short rest, I'm going to uh, use a couple of my hit die and try to recover some points. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I use three hit die. So I, mean, I used to do with that wishing to sound too metry, but I mean, it's we can't stop every five minutes for the rest. I mean, that's why we've got the short rest hit die recovery. <laughs> It's literally been like five minutes. We walked into the door and it was five minutes before we got attacked. <laughs> yeah, and spending the amount of time just going through and you still having to travel down, travel down further. Yeah. That's fine. I just don't want to run into another 29 creatures at low hit hit points. You'll be fine. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll just throw the deep gnomes in front of us. Says the ranged spellcaster. <laughs> hey, you do loads of damage up close, I do loads of damage distance. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So, starting the progression down. Yep. Can we take a, a, a short break? Sure. Yeah, we can take a quick, uh, quick uh, ten minute break. Bow break or whatever. <laughs> And then we'll Bio come break. back and start our descent into the city. So, uh, everybody watching, uh, stick with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Okay. And we we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a little, little longer than initial, but hey, you know, we, we take a break about this and we kind of see how this goes. Uh, yeah. So much better. Thank you. Yep, yep. So we're back and uh, now starting the uh, descent down. Uh, as before, the uh, pathway kind of continues to descend a little bit, and after a couple of couple of hours walking de walking down, um, there's still some descent. Uh, you come, the uh, pathway starts to open up. Um, oh, mark up, mark up. Okay. Um, as you guys uh, start to come out into uh, into the space, tokens go over and take a look at it. Talking. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you you come out into this huge cavernous space. As you, you can you can you can't see the end of the cavern. Even with your 120 feet, it, it extends outside of your vision. You see little dots of glowing, um, like a couple of little dots of like some, some fungi that's growing, that's admitting kind of a low light. 
and you can and it spreads out and as you kind of get a sense of the space is this huge cavern like the the height is probably 200 plus feet up and as you kind of continue to progress in eventually you start to see what looks like some uh, worked stone into some type of uh, dais and uh, as you uh, continue to get closer and and take a look it takes you a little bit because just the amount of space it takes to cross uh, you see that this uh you see a giant you start to get an idea of a giant statue that is there um the statue appears to be that of a dwarf uh, in, in in some type of pose uh the the dais is roughly 25 feet high and tw each side in uh, uh, each side of its hexagonal shape is 25 feet wide and then on top of that is the statue which extends for another 30 feet and is roughly uh 10 feet in diameter or and on the uh, carved on the walls, not ten feet diameter, but also carved on the walls of each of these are these ten foot high runes that Ooh. are um, rough estimate. They're probably dwarvish in in sent in a in per, in a language as well. Carved on uh, this dais, and as you stand there and look about, your vision pretty much just kind of fades into darkness and keeps going. Is this the statue that I'm standing next to? This yes. enormous thing? Yep. Wow. That's a big one. Well, if you'd like to make a religion check. Holy shit. Certainly. <laughs> Since you mentioned it. As a cleric, you think I'd be better at this. <laughs> 15. I rolled a 17. Um, you can. It, it appears to be a dwarven god. Uh, your best estimate is this is probably a statue uh, depicting uh, Klingadin, uh from a dwarven uh, religion. Um, dwarven so, god, what? Uh, Klingadin, I. Klingadin, I believe, is the. Um, I don't remember. I remember. Morden is the t chief one. Dumathoin is the one of secrets. Clangadin, I believe, is the one of one of the forge or exploration. I need to double check that. Run it up. They're like, I know this guy. He's the dwarven god of Clangadin uh... Silverbeard. Yes, uh... god is a battle. Okay. Ah, Warren Valor. Valor. Okay. Trying to trying to remember. It's like I should know that one off top. I should know that one, but I spend more time <laughs> steady messing with Dumathoin and Morden. But yeah. this one uh, we're gonna go with the, as Clangadin. You said there was something carved into the statue. Some some words. Yeah, ten foot Text. high runes. So if I walk up, considering I'm still wearing the helm, since we've got these people that we're trying to communicate with. And I touch the surface. Can I understand what it says? It's uh, basically uh, a tribute to Klingadin, as it okay. kind of spells out. 
Oh, great beard of silver. <laughs> Shrug at this point is actually now looking at the statue going, hmm, beard of silver? Is it actually silver on it? No. Oh. Leave it. Hard, hard, hard to tell as you kind of look up and, and, and see that, you know, it, it, it's massive. It's like, look, I mean, it's a massive statue. And you see that the path see that the area around it is kind of open and fairly flat from what your eyes can see there's just these little bits of light that uh, appear to be from the various funguses or whatnot um go ahead and give me perception checks okay 12 <laughs> tracks oh. a little short down here Alright. 26. Okay. Nice. 21. 21. Alright, Anari and Obsidian. What's your dark vision range again? 60. Uh, minus 60. Okay. I rolled a 22. Okay. Um, you guys notice that the deep domes the, that are walking with you as they kind of scan about, at one point they kind of breathe in place where where are they in relation to us they're pretty much working with the group so if, so if, same, if there's same a group generally. of you together then they're going to stick with you uh they're probably going to probably going to stick closest to obsidian because he has the helm and if they whatnot so okay um shrag are you really that far what? around yeah like i said i was looking at the beard i was okay. around there looking at the beard all right, you see the uh, the deep gnomes are kind of in a uh, they kind of freeze, and they're kind of in a in in, in they kind of as they're looking because their vision is double yours mm -hmm. at sixty obsidian. You got one twenty or sixty. Okay, so outside of your vision, but you notice that the the direction they're looking, they're all of a sudden in a frozen kind of uh, semi panic state, and they're starting to look about. Seat. And I was going to say, and that's my question, is what direction are they looking? And what do they see? Um, they're probably, they're kind of looking over here in this direction. Okay. I'm going to say Shrag ah. got the 120. And Shrag has 120? Yeah, I've got the goggles and up vision, so it doubles it. Okay. <clears throat> I will uh, tell the bear and the giant goat to back up and just to make sure to keep them away from battle. All right. Shrag, uh, what was your perception? Uh, mine was only a 12, sadly. Yeah, you a little too focused on the uh, on the beard to, yep. to notice them, and you're kind of now out working around. You're kind of outside their line of sight. Um... I'm going to move yeah. a little bit in the direction that they're indicating yep. trouble is coming from, just in preparation. Okay. And get ready. F since they're afraid, obviously, something unpleasant like is coming our way. And, yeah, and I'd like to go ahead and, and um, grab the bow and knock an arrow and hold an action to shoot if I see anything that's dangerous. Or it okay. looks like it's going to be hostile to us. Yeah, likewise. I will prepare a Toll the Dead cantrip. Okay. Alrighty. Well. 
and I'm sticking close to my buddies here. Wait, why do I have an aura again? You don't. You should. Oh, this is the copy from uh, earlier. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to give me an aura, <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on it. You have an aura. It's the aura of biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> Do we hear anything? No. Just a moment. My hearing is better than my vision down here. Coffee from a straw is weird. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta sacrifice things for good lip color. <laughs> I'm taking the coffee is not that hot now, of course. No, not that hot. Because it's like, ah, it burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does magnify the heat. No, it's very yeah. it's hot coffee cool. through a straw, I don't think would work well. I mean, unless you want a scalded tongue, scalded tongue, because that's how you that's how you do that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. by the time I get around to drinking my coffee anyway, pretty much all the coffee I drink is actually cold, just not out of choice. We need to get you a temperature control mug because cold mm. coffee is just not. It not doesn't mean you can drink it quickly, though. You can inhale it. Not how you're supposed to consume coffee. Oh, Mr. Chase, you've given me an amazing idea. Oh, prestigitation. So next time. Oh, oh. Yeah. Prestigitation is the hardest spell to say, but it is such a cool spell. There's so much you can do with it. There is. There definitely is. So are you guys trying to be quiet or no? Yeah, I don't think we're going to try to give up our stealth. But All right, go ahead and give me stealth checks. I can do that. Wait. Oh, I'm so glad I have advantage. Yeah. Technically speaking, would you, I suppose Shrag would still be trying to be quiet while doing this. He'd be sneaking around looking at it because if he's thinking of stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> Steal the giant beard from the enormous statue. <laughs> yeah, scrape some silver on. Although, to be fair, I think fates have just decided how he's going about it because I've just rolled a one and a three with the advantage. So my total is a 13. I rolled <laughs> a four fair. and a six, so I have a 16 with advantage. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's fine. I'm on my own over here. They'll see me first. <laughs> I got a 19 and not 20. So I've got a 30. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Obsidian stood next to you just gives the game away. Yeah. I got a 21. <laughs> I rolled a 2 and a 17. So really, now he's going to turn to you two and just go, really, guys? <laughs> I <have> one job. <laughs> Can't take you guys anywhere. I don't know about this. All right. <laughs> Certainly not to the end of Especially Shraggy. He gets distracted by his shinies and forgets to be quiet. So what was the lowest score again? 13. 
13? Uh, and if you're talking about the group of three, that's me for with the 16. Okay. So, and Will, you are wanting to know what you could hear, right? Yes, please. All right. Uh, as you uh, kind of strain to listen, um, you've you told the, the gnomes and their mounts to kind of hang back, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I sent them off to the other side. Shh, go that way. Yeah, they oblige. Um, and uh, you listen and you kind of hear some 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 faint kind of breathing and growling. And it sounds like there are several of them that are uh, several of those. But it's again, it's outside of your field of vision. Does it sound like it's coming from a little chest cavity or a large chest cavity? Part of the problem with how cavernous the space is, you really can't get a size range. Echo. Large. Um, so. Echo, echo. It's when you realize the statue's breathing. <laughs> that would be bad. Um, so as Shrag, Shrag on the, Shrag, um, you're kind of oblivious to what's going on and and whatnot but uh, unfortunately they did they they do notice you so yep. starts uh, there's a there's a bit of a progression bit of a progression <laughs> that could be really bad it's fine we'll cross over to see me you guys will spot them first then we'll react to it it'll be fine that or I shall roll a new character <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I promise I'll pick up your book I'm sure we can cope I, I get the book if he dies <laughs> alrighty um so you three kind of sitting there and listening you hear the you hear the sounds of you hear these sounds what do you relay back to the group several creatures that direction breathing watching us or moving along moving along not maybe not necessarily watching but definitely moving along okay moving that direction <laughs> so moving towards track um at first not not directly but uh they are moving kind of a kind of a east-west uh path Too it's just as you guys look around you notice that Shrag isn't immediately near you, and you can't see him. Dang it, Shrag! Shrag! Can I what? Shrag! <laughs> Can I move towards him at all? Um, go ahead and give me a survival check. 18. The creatures are still out of our range of vision at 60 feet, correct? Yes. Uh, and I want to start moving a little bit further south. Yep, me too. Just did my full movement that way. Slightly closer to Shreyag. Okay. Um, all right. So, Will, what did you get? 18. 
18. Um, you kind of see, it looks like he kind of, he moved around toward the front of the statue. Okay. I will move towards him. Towards Strag. him? Strag, dang it. <laughs> now, now, based on the diagram of that statue, Steve, mm-hmm. would I tell you about to look to the right and see sort of like underneath its knee or is that all solid or is that like a big separate leg that's bent out? Something would I be able to sort of see through? For the people, yes, I will. I will put the map up for the people. Sorry, people. What are kids? Well, it's a huge map, so I was. Each each one of these hexes is roughly thirty feet. Oh my gosh! So keep that that in keep that in mind in your movement. Wow! It's not five foot spaces. They are roughly thirty feet. Perhaps. Oh. Wow. So basically, <laughs> full movement is one hex. Essentially. Wow. Okay. So just to just just clarify. <laughs> That's big. That's big. Well, then I moved slightly more than my movement speed in that turn. Yeah. Well, we're say, we're allowing we for the did. time to sit here because you're kind of moving along at you know sake of brevity. Yeah. Uh, it's like I'm not going to make you re-roll each time you take a step into a hex but you're trying you know you're trying to be quiet so we'll just carry it over unless you do something but yeah you kind of see uh, Shrag uh, your question was then yeah that is kind of a kind of a knee that's, that's kind of sticking over the dais a little bit I'm just uh, thinking though with the scale though I'm going to be able to see because I've got the 120 dot vision so that's only going to be like four squares so I wouldn't even actually see them at that point well, this is uh, the actually no. For with your dark vision, looking up 120 feet, you could see up the statue. It's just when you then start taking a look into the scale of the statue, it's like you could. This beard is like, like you know, 10 feet. It's like Julian's. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. I mean, it's it's huge. It's a huge. It's it, kind of like picture looking at the one of the faces off Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> and in in the same vein, as you look at it, you see that this was actually carved out of the rock that was here. This was not placed um, here. <laughs> wow. Um. So the are do we still continue to hear the noises? Are they moving any closer? Yeah. Um. New set of perceptions. Okay. okay. 17 25 21 all right uh you guys can all still hear them they are getting closer shrag this time you can make it out and as you look and with your 120 vision you actually see uh what appears to be trolls a group of six of them And there, and they, and it, with each group of three, you see another creature. Um, and it's a kind of a, a, a kind of a slender-looking humanoid with purple skin, and appears to be tentacles on their face. Uh, I hate these things. Okie dokie. <laughs> Uh, real quick, go ahead and give me a nature check. 
I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's natural 20. I know everything. You know everything, <laughs> you, you, you scan, it's like, okay, these look like pretty run-of-the-mill trolls until you look at the creatures that appear to be with each group of three. And if your skin could change color, it would start to pale at the sight of a mind flare. Yeah. With thralls. Yeah. And they, the, 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 you're pretty sure that if you can see them, they probably can see you too, because you have an equivalent uh, sense of vision distance. Uh -huh. So, and as you see them, and then you kind of look over, uh, the party can, uh, those with this, those, and so those would, so you can kind of move around. Uh, you can see the rest of the party, but they can't quite see you yet. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm going to slowly start moving back to where others were, but I'm going to walk with like a, a fake kind of confidence of like, I'm a goblin, I'm meant to be here, they're probably not going to actually suspect me because, hey, I'm just another creature in the Underdark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So as you, as you move around and get within, uh, get within, you guys, uh, seeing Shrag come closer, you see, uh, um... He, he's trying to look confident, but something about him looks a little unnerved. As I start to get inside them, I'll be like sort of doing like the move back kind of gestures, like move back around the statue. <laughs> the other way. <laughs> <laughs> run away. No, 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 don't, don't run. Just walk the run other run way. <laughs> away. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to reach into my pocket. I'm going to grab the sending stone, and I'm going to send a message to Shrag uh, to, to Obsidian, going, "Walk very slowly the other direction. Carefully, don't run." What do you see? And I know he can't respond, but then I will relay to Will and Anari and what he said. Must be those things I heard. They're coming closer. All right. So, based on the fact that he's nervous, I am going to change my ready to action and to moonbeam to okay. cast moonbeam on whatever it is he's so nervous about. What's the range on moonbeam? I mean, I'm not doing it now. Obviously, I'm just, just wanting uh, to know. I it's just 120 feet. You're technically within range. It would be a blind shot. So, yeah, yeah, that's. I want to wait until I see him, so I'm not firing blind. Okay. Hopefully, we can get out of here without having to fight them. And I but will take not, out. I'm, my arrow isn't going to be enough based on his reaction, so I'm switching my ready action. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm taking out my wand of illumination. And then, <clears throat> based on, based on what Obsidian is saying, I'm going to switch out my arrows from my normal arrows i'm going to switch up to my um plus three arrows nice heart is racing don't have many of those but the way hopefully i can make them count all righty so uh, now we quiet uh let's see uh at this point, go ahead and let's roll some initiatives. <laughs> I'm scared. God. Obsidian. 
another nat one plus four for five. Oh no. Nari? Well, I got a five on one roll. Fortunately, I get advantage, and the other one was a nat 20. So what's the total? Uh, 24. 24, okay. Ragnaz? I've got a 16. All right, and Will? 17. Alrighty. So, just to go through, we have the you. So, so just to we're gonna run through this just so that don't get lost in track. Uh, Anari, you what you are? Well, Obsidian readied Moonbeam. Anari, what are you readying? Uh, two attacks with a longbow with plus three arrows. Okay. Uh, Will. I am getting my big spell and my wand ready. Okay. Shrag? Uh, I am going to... Now, you know what you're about. You know what's out there. So, as you get close, you see your companions are readying themselves for a fight. Yeah. I'm going to go like that with like the no, 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 no. Back off and walk away. This is not a fight we can take. What was it? Three? So that six, six trolls, two mm-hmm. mind players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, no guys, for once, cut it, back off, walk around, pretend we're meant to be here, keep moving, unless they attack us. Don't look like we're going to attack them. So you're going to keep, you're going to keep moving and kind of be like moving away from this, right? Yes, moving away from it, pushing them forwards. Just get look, we're in a city. Pretend we're meant to be here. Walk away. Keep moving. So you're gonna move your full movement uh, up to the north and around the uh, around to try and break line, break your line of sight with them, right? Yeah, yeah. Still walking confidently, like obviously from the back to them. It's confident, like, yep, this is all meant to be here. And while in front of me, like gesturing to them of like back up, walk away, don't initiate this. All right. So there's your turn. And uh, next up, uh, you see. So there were two of the two trolls make or the three of the uh, the trolls actually kind of use their dash and they get within uh, they use their full movement, which brings them uh, within 60 feet of you. So you can now uh, on the periphery of your of your vision, you can see them. Are they like approaching aggressively, like they're gonna fight, or like they're just curious about us? Uh, they're charging. <laughs> cool. They're charging. They used uh, da- they used movement and dash, so they got they moved a full sixty feet closer, which brought them with just within sixty feet, so within uh, Anari and Obsidian's vision. Uh, what's your what's your night vision, Will, with your goggles? Sixty uh, feet, right? 60 feet, yeah. Yeah, so all three of you see six trolls come out of the darkness. And in it all kind of all all full full on run towards you. <laughs> With that, we'll shift over to our battle map for this. I was going to say based on the actions, I don't think we're going to walk away from this. I think we're going to have to stand and fight. So, yeah, let me make sure I got. Oh, my God, my heart is racing. So, guys. 
So we'll have you guys a little closer. slots for this <laughs> i mean to be fair That's... having having a person in armor with a bow with arrows drawn and somebody holding hands up to cast a spell it's gonna set him off i don't think they were gonna be friendly i don't think friendly it's just we're all in the city if we're down here we come to a city and there's people walking around there'll be traders and stuff it's <laughs> i didn't get the sense that this was a city i got the sense that this was just a big cavern is it is it a city it's a but cavern with a statue. Yeah. But we're coming down to a dwarven city. It's a dwarven statue, so it's just from the outskirts of the city. So, yeah. Let me have that distance. All right. So, yeah. Do we need to swap something on roll d20 for that one, Scoob? Yeah, you can swap over. I should have them at distance. So I'm just uh, finishing the. Uh... Should now have them. They should all now be within sixty feet. <coughs> all right. Oh, so yep, there we go. So sixty feet out. And that was their movement. Go back to up as well. Which uh, brings us to Obsidian in the initiative order. So Obsidian, what would you, what do you wish to do? You can now see this large group of trolls rushing, coming into view. I, I can see the um, map on the on the oh. stream, Steve, but not on the roll yep. twenty sack. I'll bring you guys over there right now. Okay, Thank cool. you for a moment. Ah, there we go. Awesome. Well, I say awesome. Now means I can see the trolls, which is slightly worse. <laughs> Less than awesome. See the trolls. So, if you want to rearrange, you're right there. You're at sixty feet from them. So. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. And are these squares on this map still thirty feet or? No, these, these are five foot. Okay. Again. These tiles are huge, so I had to try to yep, bring it in and, you know. No, no, no. Just wanted to make sure I knew what I was looking at. Um, oh, dear. You can't actually see the tiles. It's all just whited out. That's because I don't have a background. This is a solid kind of blank blank space. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see if, if I can charging. fix your... Their movement's going to be more than ours. We're not going to have a choice here. So I go ahead and release Moonbeam as my held action. Okay. Moonbeam, uh, I hit one of the trolls. It's 120 feet range. Um, 
five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder, uh, con save, uh, spells. So you, which, which troll con can 13. you, which, high, which uh, troll are you hitting? We'll aim for this one. Okay. Con save. Con 13. Makes the save. All right. So then he takes half of 15 points of radiant damage. I'm going to use roll 20 to track the hit points and all that on this just because there are so many and Trying to work better on that. And he has now got the moonbeam around him, correct? Correct. Alright, so we'll indicate that with the purple spot. So every time he tries, he takes a, he, every time it's his action, he takes, he has to uh, roll the con save? Yeah. Okay. As long as he stays within it, and of course I can move it as a bonus action, I believe. Okay. Which I will find out during my other during someone else's turn. Okie dokie. Um, now, since that was a held action, do I still get an attack with a bow? Yes. Or does that count? Okay. No. You, so then you, what I want to yeah. do is take my short bow with one of my plus three arrows and aim for the same troll. Okay. Let's see. So that would be a plus 10 to hit. So that would be a 29. 29 will hit. 1d6 plus 5 plus 7, so 12 points of magical piercing. And there's an arrow. Okay. And then I'm going to say a short little prayer to Will's God and end my turn. Okay. Uh, double check. What type of damage does the moonbeam deal? Uh, radiant. Okay. Cool. All right. Brings us to the top of the order with Anari. So again, I'm going to ask a similar question. I had the held action of yes, the attack, so I will action. actually get two attacks for the held action and then two attacks for my normal action. Yes. Okay. It's so, just easier because you guys had that, so I'm just rolling, rolling. Yeah, I that. just, I just want to make sure I had that clear so that I wasn't doing something incorrectly. All right, TJ, uh, I see it. I'm tracking it. I've got it for the next spell cast. Um, so I had a 25, 19, 21, and 11 to hit. Uh, all but the 11 hit. Okay. Uh, which one are you targeting? So, um. I guess I'll start at the other end. All right. So you're pinging. So this, there's one. So you're going at that there's, one. There's one up here. All right. So three Is of it the that four. One? Ping it again for me. This one. That's the one you want to hit target. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the one I can see that's on the other edge. All right. There's one more to its to its left. So or to its right. Oh, yeah. I can't see that one. So I guess I won't. Okay, I'll so consider that this I didn't one you can target see? that one. Yep. All right. Just barely. Um, so it's going to be um, seven, nine, 39 points of um, piercing damage with the three plus, uh, plus three arrows. All right. 39, you said? 
Uh, 39, yeah. 39. Okay. I need to mark off three, four plus three arrows because one missed, right? Yeah, one missed. All right. All right. Complete your turn. It does. All righty. So next up is Will. You see, did you have a held action from the beginning? I, believe I did. You did. I was getting my big spell and my my wand ready. Okay. So I moved there so I can see most of them. All right. Now, you got to tell me who I can hit with a 120-foot radius circle and not hit us. <laughs> 120 feet? Yeah, diameter. So it's a 60-foot radius, so 120 feet all the way across. 60-foot radius? Okay. <clears throat> and this is a magic item so would this cause a wild magic surge yes it would <laughs> bye That's not working, so let's try that again. Let's see. Draw shape. Let's see if I have that roughly now. Almost. Who's next up in the order? Next up is going to be Shragnaz. So you don't want it to affect you, but you wanted to get the get all of the trolls. Yeah, as many as possible without hitting us. Ooh, and get Ooh. one of the get one of the mind flares too. I like that. Ooh boy! You don't know that yet. <laughs> No. That'll essentially... Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the wrong map, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. That's essentially what uh looking at. That's perfect. I okay. love it. So what are you casting? So just, uh, run forward, hold out my wand, and sunburst. Okay. Fills the cavern. Okay. So they got to make a DC 16 con save. Five. 
<laughs> Let's see. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm like anxious. <laughs> All six heart. trolls make the save. Ah! Oh. One creature. Uh, one creature did not. Okay, so the one that did not is blinded. Okay. And they take forty-one damage, unless it's halved, and then they would take twenty. Alrighty, so. Sunburst is radiant damage or fire damage? Check. Sorry, I was looking at something else. Uh, radiant. Okay. And the one that's blinded is blinded for one minute. And they make another con save at the end of each of their turns. fails only barely that time yep okay and then for my action uh, this turn i will uh point at the one that obsidian did damage to that has the moonbeam on it mm-hmm. and i'll clutch my holy symbol and a beam of light connects between my holy symbol and that thing and then it glows for a second and I cast or not cast but I use my channel divinity to give it a path to the grave so it has vulnerability to the next attack that does it damage so it'll get double damage basically okay and I look at Shrag and I say Shad, Shad you're muted don't forget to roll the wild magic table I'm, yeah I'm, it was I'm, a 50 I'm on that now but yeah, I tell Shrag, go for the one with the moonbeam. Walkie-talkie. Big damage. All right. Well, go ahead and roll that D100. The 51. 51. Cool. Uh, a spectral hand hovers near you for the next minute, granting you a plus two bonus to your AC and immunity to magic missile. Oh, nice. Plus two bonus to AC ain't bad. For the next minute. Cool beans. I love the fact you're like grasping at magic missiles coming. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got an inspiration for Shrag and 
the that one for DM. Okay. He gets advantage on saving throws. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who gets advantage on saving throws? You don't want to know. <laughs> oh, man. So, yep. Alrighty. So, Where did uh, that one come from? Uh, those came from Will, who's trying to like stack the deck, which is perfectly plausible. <laughs> this fight, we need everything we can get. Fair enough. Shrag, you're up. Shrag. What do you wish to? What do you wish to do? Okay, we're gonna go with something nice and simple and straightforward, but makes him smile. Because we're gonna go for a fireball. Um, we're gonna okay. cast that now. I've already got the green circle set up, so it's gonna catch the one with um, moonbeam on it, and it'll also catch the second one to the right of it. Okay. So I would like to, at this point here, instigate <laughs> Hillary's natural one on the saving throw on the one with moonbeam, please. <laughs> um, and then we shall see what happens. So that is a DC 15 deck save. Alrighty. Let's see. Alright, one makes the save, one fails. Okay, so. Uh, Fireballs, though, that's going to be. Right, so I've rolled 29 damage. Okay. So that's in total. So. Uh, we round down, don't we? So Yep. Half round down, so 14? 14. Yep. 14 for one, but then the other one will be taking 58 points of fire damage. 58. Yes. Because of Hillary's nice little setup. Do that one more time. Yep. That one is now dead. We got and one dead, guys. And, oh, we did actually have a short rest, didn't we? So, mm -hmm. uh, that other one I've hit with that, I'm going to make take an extra eight points of damage from Fury of the Small, please. Alrighty. Nice. Okay. And I'm then going to, while I'm still riding the wild goat. <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny phrase. I'm going to move slightly in line like that. <laughs> you move? Just slightly behind Obsidian in an area, so I moved like sort of diagonally across. Fair enough, fair enough. Alrighty. And that's me done. Woo! That's you done. Okay. Okay, so... All right, which brings us to them, and this one is out of the fight. The rest of them. Just to double check, yep. They move. They use their movements to get up 
Um, unfortunately, they're they use their use their actions to dash, so no attacks this round from them. Oh boy! Um, let's see. A lot of trolls. too up close and personal. There's way too many trolls in my face. Alright, so that ends that, which brings us to Obsidian. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. All I would suggest is the ones that have taken certain types of damage, is we focus fire them. Mm -hmm. It's going to mean probably to weather some attacks return, but we need to whittle them down one by one to ensure that they don't come back. Agreed. Yep. So Obsidian, you're up. Um, so uh, can't I can't move a moonbeam with an action? It's a bonus action. I mean, with a bonus action, it's an action. So I'm going to leave it where it is for now. And I'm going to move up and take on one of the trolls. First attack was a 13 plus 9, so 22. 22 will hit. Um, let's see. Which troll are you hitting? Um, I want to hit... Well, I came up to this one, so I'm going to hit this one for 11. Can you ping whatever uh, this one? Okay. Yeah, sorry. And then I'm going to use five more feet of movement to get next to Will so I can hit the other one with my sneak attack. All right. So you hit one. What was the damage? Uh, 11. Uh, magical piercing. All righty. And then you're going to move closer to Will to do sneak attack? Yeah. yeah I should have moved uh, the first time. Okay. And that's a 16 plus 7. So 23. 23. Three will hit. And I'm hitting, obviously, this guy. Okay, how much damage? That one's going to be 4, 7, 10, 11, plus 6. So, no, 4, 7, 10, 11. 11 don't points? Get the plus 6 on this one, yeah. So 11 points of damage total, okay. Yep. Alrighty. Hmm. Technically not outside of threatening space, so no attack of opportunity. Alrighty. Uh, Anari, you're up. Alright. Um, so. This is the one that I hit, correct? Yes. Alright. So I'm going to move here. D&D Beyond Overlay is wrong, just so you're aware. I don't know if you can fix it now. And I'm going to attack this one. 
Actually, you you've hit the two left ones, right? Obsidian. Yes. All right. Uh, I hit, I hit, I've hit both of these that I'm. Yeah, hitting. I was gonna say I don't think I think probably I'm gonna have to hit this one. Yeah, I can't attack this one, can I, Steve? Um, the middle one. Yeah, you can kind of get close enough, and you could do that. Okay, because I agree. I think we need to try to take them out um, if we can. So, um, so for my two attacks, I rolled a uh, 19 and a nat 20. Okay, both will hit. Roll damage. Um. So for the first attack, it's going to be um, 16 piercing. Okay. And then I'm going to use um, one of my um, divine smites. Okay. Yes. And it will be another 12 points of radiant. So give me the total damage. Uh, it's going to be 28 points total. Nice. Do you not want the, the separate types of damage, Steve? Uh, neither one of those strikes would have killed it. So okay. your total point, it's still alive. I just, if, if there was... Okay, the, no the, worries. It's just so when, then, you, when you said you added the smite, I needed to know that. Yeah. But knowing that you, it was not in a position to one sh to kill it on a first strike. Right. That's why I'm like, okay, now give me the total, give me the total uh, as a whole. And I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the same thing on the second attack with, with, for the nat 20. Okay. And, um, so that is, and again, do you want how just total? The, how much was that total on the first hit? Uh, 28. 28. Okay. And do you want the same the same scenario Are you on doing the divine smite on the yep. net twenty? Yep. All right. So give me the full. Give me the total damage. Okay. So you just want it all together. All right. So let's just in, in just in this in this instance. Okay. So with the net twenty, that is going to be. Forty forty two points. Alright, that's enough. Nice. That is enough. Another one off the table. Was that the one that I hit with a fireball, or is that the one to the left that was hit with a fireball? The one to the left that was hit with a fireball. Okay. Also, I just put in some inspiration for obsidian. Alrighty. Okay, so Obsidian oh, has no that. All right. Oh, yeah. Activity feed, anything oh, else? Oh, crap, I forgot. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. It went down, but I forgot about my sneak damage. Because I'm within five feet of will, right? Yeah. Oh, darn. I'll remember next round. Okay. <laughs> you get sneak attack damage. You get sneak attack damage. We tell a sneaky group. <laughs> That's why we're Shadow Watch. Uh, looks like another uh, nat 20 for Obsidian oh. on his next roll. Come here, yeah. Mind Flayer. <laughs> no, you won't be saying that I don't in a know there. <laughs> as long All as he right. doesn't wrap his face around your face, you're fine. Gives a kiss. All right, that brings us <laughs> up to Will. Hey. Oh, first kiss ah. I've had in a long time. <laughs> Okay. Oh my word. <laughs> so we are s surrounded right now. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
Which one is looking more hurt? This one or this one? Come on, Ping. Uh, the one obsidian, the for, the one on the far left. Okay. Um, then I'm gonna do this a similar thing. Grab my holy symbol. A light goes between us, and um, I tell Obsidian, stab that one. He's vulnerable to your attacks, and All I right. do path to the grave again. Okay. And that is my action. And I don't really have bonus actions, so that's that's gonna be my turn. Um, dang, I really want to try to get. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go out of that guy's melee range, and I'm gonna move into this guy's melee range, so Obsidian can get sneak attack damage. Alrighty. <laughs> so there's an attack of opportunity with that. Yep. Doki. I'm hoping my improved AC will help. I was going to say, don't forget your plus two. Yeah. <laughs> plus two on the AC. Alrighty. I'm scared. It's going to hurt. That is a 25 to hit. Ouch. Even if I do shield, it'll still hit. So. Yep. Roll me damage, baby. Drop the dice. This will be interesting to see what kind of damage they can do. Uh, 14. Slashing. 14, 14 slashing. Owie. <laughs> Knocks the wind out of me as I run away. Yep. <laughs> Okie dokie. Which brings us to Shragnaz. Okay, Shrag's seen trolls before. He doesn't like trolls. His family no like trolls. So I'm, I'm going to cast a second level magic missile, which okay. gives me four bolts in total. Okay. I'm going to use my class ability to turn this into acid damage. Okay. I'm going to cast one onto that first one. Okay. So that will do... Ooh, five points of acid damage. Double that, so that's ten points. Because yep. Will's uh, effect gave it, it it gave it vulnerability on the next attack, right? Oh, yep. And that's till your next turn, or just the next attack? It's just the next attack. All right. So, one of the five five points of acid damage on that first one. My second missile is the one that's just gone down in between those two. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put one missile of acid damage onto that one, even though it's on the floor. Okay. Um, plus it doesn't really matter about damage that because it's down. Um, I'm then going to put two missiles, one onto this one and one onto this one. So five points each. Uh, let me do, uh, how do you do magic missiles, Steve? Do you roll it once and that damage applies? Uh, you or? roll, it's the damage per dart. Cool, okay, so the dart on the third one, no, the fourth, that's five points of damage. And the last one, oh, my dice is very much like this, another five. Alright, so yeah. Yep, so that's then sort of all four of those trolls, including the one on the floor, all lit up with acid damage. Okie dokie. Um, don't like the look of that one over on the top bit there, so I'm going to just kind of like... Five, ten, ten, ten. And so like kind of cycle around to about there. <laughs> Choose my goat to just like maneuver around a little bit. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to fight from the back here. 
That's fair. That's fair. Alrighty. Out of the fight. Bring these in. Okay, so starting with this one is going to attack Will. Here we go, Will. How many attacks? <laughs> Three. Two claws okay. and a bite. Cool. So, our first one is a crit fail. Awesome. Second one is an is a ten. That misses. And the bite is an, a, a 13, so you managed to bob and weave out of all three of those attacks. <laughs> Alright. Next one is going to focus on Anari. No, thank you, please. <laughs> First attack is a 23 to hit. That will sadly hit. All right. Second claw attack is a 21 to hit. Uh, meets it, beats it. And That'll hit. Third is a bite, which is a 13 to hit. Yes. All righty. So for the two claw attacks, Twenty-four points of slashing damage. All right. Alrighty. That's gonna hurt a bit. All right. Next troll. Going to move up and make three swipes at Anari again. Oh God. So first one is. Oh yeah. He is prone because a nat one causes him to fall because he has no weapons to drop. Yay! Yay! Whoops, slipsy. All right, so <laughs> back to that first one for Anari. That was like a a, a, a a nine to hit. Nine will miss. All right, second claw attack is a twenty-one to hit. Beats it, beats it. That'll hit. And the bite is a 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Alrighty, so... Oh, no. Tanka, 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 tanka. So the claw deals 11 points of slashing. Okay. And the bite deals 10 points of piercing. Another twenty-one. How you looking there, Narian? I'm hurting. But this one is going to move around onto Obsidian. Oh, pretty. And because he didn't take any fire damage last round. 
And now he will make his three attacks on Obsidian. First one is a 12 to hit. That will miss. Second one is another 12. That will also miss. Third one is a 19. That will hit, and I will use Uncanny Dodge to half the damage. All right. Five points of piercing damage. Was that the half or the full? That's the full. Okay, so two. I laugh in its face. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Okie dokie. So. All right. And you said the the one that was blinded. Remind me again at the start of each turn for one minute. It has to do a saving throw? Uh, yes. Okay. What was the DC on that again? 16. On, right? Uh, yes. All right. Sorry, it's the end of its turn. Hmm? The end of its turn, sorry. Uh, what's the, uh, if it, it fails, so what was it? It, it just stays blinded. Stays blinded. Okay, one more. And makes it so it's no longer blinded because I remember there was uh, there was a turn I didn't do it. So. Alrighty, so that removes that. Of course, he had moved prior to that too. So, yeah. Alrighty. Brings us to Obsidian. And it looks like we have another redemption. Uh, Anari gets a D10 healing. Yeah. Thank you, Jinxie. I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> of all the things, that's what we really need right now. So, got a, got a question for you. I know I got an inspiration and a d20 roll. Nat 20 and an inspiration. Have, nat 20, yeah. Do those have to be used in the order they were received? Do they both have to be used? The d20 is on your the d20 is on your next your next roll. The inspiration okay. can be used at your discretion before the end of the stream. Okay, so obviously then I am going to whack away at this guy, and since it was a nat 20, um, I'm just going to roll damage, because it was that would be a 29 to hit. Mm -hmm. So 6, 12, 18, 24, 30, 40, 43 points of magical piercing. Nice. Jeez. That will kill it. So we will take okay. it off the board. Nice. Then what I want to do is I am going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. And I am going to use my two sorcery points to quicken the spell to a okay. bonus action. Okay. Because um, I get two sorcery points per long rest. Okay. And I am going to heal um, Anarian. At second level, cure wounds. Um, I can find it. 1d8 for each, so it's 2d8 plus 1. So 9 total healing. 
Okay. Thank you very much. That complete your turn? That will complete my turn, boss. Alrighty, bringing us back up to the top with Anari and Will right. on deck. So I will be attacking this troll, I okay. believe. And um, with my bonus action, I am going to use my uh, vow of enmity. Okay. Um, and then attack. So I got a um, 18 and 23 to hit. Both hit. Okay. So on the first one, I'm going to use my last divine smite. Uh, that is my last spell slot. Alrighty. Um, actually, I take that back. That's my last first level. I still have a couple others I missed. But anyway, um, so that's going to be uh, 32 points total damage for that one. And the oh. divine, so divine smite. Yeah, divine smite. Yep. And then uh, the second attack is going to be for an additional 14 points. You said 32 uh, points, right? 32, yeah. Okay. On on the first attack. Okay. Second attack. Second attack is going to be 14 points of magical piercing. Okay. All right. It's looking pretty rough. And that is going to unfortunately end my turn. All right. Will, you're up. Okay. So bonus action. I will um, touch one of the prayer beads and cast a second level cure wounds. So it's going to be 2d8 plus 5. Okay. So, wow. You get seven points of healing back. Double ones. Impressive. <sighs> and for my action, I am going to cast a first level Guiding Bolt. Okay. Um, have all three of these been damaged? Not this turn. No, but like in general. Oh yeah, they've all been they've all taken damage. Your your solar flare did that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Solar flare. <laughs> oh yeah. I just set off a solar flare. No biggie. I just know. announced to everyone in the underdark that something happened. <laughs> yeah, they don't know exactly where it happened, but they know that something big happened. <laughs> well, uh, considering the size of it and uh there are open tunnels, so it's like any creature oh. <laughs> oh, beyond okay. there, you just it's like there's this big bright light in the tunnel all of a sudden oops oh. sorry oh. guys uh we, so i'm going we, we may regret that later but for now we needed it yeah <laughs> it's fine it'll be fine everything's fine so i'm gonna cast it on the one that's prone because that means i'll get advantage right uh the one that's prone is dead I did that so I can remember he's got that vow of amenity on that. So it's that's his primary that's that that's his primary kind of kind of deal. So this one is dead? No, it's standing. It's still up. Oh, what's the little symbol next to it? His vow to vow of remind him of his he's vow marked. of amenity. Yeah. And you just said that. Okay. And, Bad guy, uh, die. You're my focus. That's yeah. pretty much how I think of it. <laughs> That's pretty much how it works. Okay, then I'm going to shoot this one with my guiding bolt. Okie dokie. Go ahead and uh, roll for it. Okay, so that is an 18 to hit. Okay, 18 will hit. 
Roll damage. Wow. Terrible. Why am I rolling so badly? Eight radiant damage from 4d6. But the dice giveth and the dice taketh away. Taketh away. Yeah. yeah, they do. But the it is now glowing with holy light and the next attack on it has advantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, compl- that completes your turn. So brings That's us to Shreggy. This is going to be cool. Um, First of all, as this turn starts up, Shraggy's going to scream, Don't worry about them! Worry about the Mind Flayers! And at that point, he's he's then going to scream out, Goblin Cavalry Charge! (laughs) Um, So, as he's charging in, he's going to set off a level one... uh, Yeah, level one uh, magic missile. Okay. He's going to make it do acid damage again. Okay. He's going to throw one onto each of them. Okay. So the first one nearest to me is going to take three points of acid damage. The one that is then second across us up to, well, horizontally in front of an Aryan will take five points of acid damage. And the one that's slightly south of an Aryan is going to take also five points of acid damage. Alrighty. So that's Shrag done. But then, as I am riding a giant goat, and we are goblin cavalry, <laughs> Shrag is going to come barreling in on the goat, and about 15 foot away, he's going to whisper in the goat's ear, Go get it. And Shrag is going to drop off about here, but the goat is going to carry on, and it's going to do a charge ram attack on that troll. Okay, go for it. Now that's one thing that's got advantage on it this turn, is it? Yep. So I'm also going to throw my D4 inspiration on this. So uh, plus five, there were two seconds. And D4 inspiration. It's only a one. And I get to roll advantage. So the other one. So, I rolled a 1 and a 19. The 19 plus 1 takes it to a 20, plus the 5 from the goat takes it to a 25 to hit. Nice. That definitely hits. What's so, the damage? it takes 2d4 plus 3 damage normally. Okay. So, that is 6. That's 9 points of damage. As it was a charge attack, it takes an extra 2d4 bludgeoning damage. Okay. So that's an additional three points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And it's probably going to pass this, but it makes a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Please be knocked prone by a goat. Please be knocked prone by a goat. And what yes. is it we need to spend in channel It's knocked to... prone by a goat because it got a nat one. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. And at that point, I'm done. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> Alrighty, so it is now prone. Happy. I'm so happy. Which brings us to their turns. Start is with. It, is, uh, th- is this one still prone also? The one that had the Nat 1 trip? That was this one. That was which one? I'm sorry. Uh, 
the one down there was one early on that got a pro, that got a nat one fail. Okay. Uh, the only other nat one fail was the uh, one to for the strength one. Other than that, they've all gotten at least two. Okay. Okay. So, starting with the one that has the vow of amity, amity on you, it's going to attack. Yes, I figured that it probably would. So here we go. First attack. Uh, a 16 to hit. Miss. Second attack is a 9 to hit. Uh, miss. Last attack is a 17 to hit. Miss. Alrighty. Awesome. Got lucky there. I'm thankful for yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Next one is the other troll. Is the other troll next to you, and he's going to do his three. So first attack. Uh, so, oh, by the way, yeah, there was another D10 healing for Anari. Let me get that claimed real quick. Okay, I rolled a nine on that from Jinxie. Thanks you. Thank you, Jinxie. And Obsidian got another nat twenty. <laughs> Thank you, Jinxie. Make the most of okay, it. Okay, so second attack was a 12 to hit. Third attack is a 13 to hit. So all three miss on that. All right, last one takes half its movement to stand up. I just give it a little kick while it's sitting up. Just <laughs> kick it. And it will do its three attacks on Obsidian. So first one is a 14 to hit. That one miss. Second one is a 18 to hit. Beats it, beats it. Third that one is a 9 to hit. So. Yeah. And I will use Uncanny Dodge on the one that did hit. That is 12 points of slashing total. So six, six points. Six damage. How many beads does this necklace have? Which one? The necklace of prayer beads. Necklace of prayer beads? Is is that the one you got from us from the uh be, yeah. the twenty four hour stream? Yeah. Yeah. There should be four then. Four? Okay. Uh, thank you. Alright, brings us to Obsidian. see the mind players and do we even see them near us yet do we even know they're there yet <laughs> yeah uh the only oh. the only time you know anything about mind flare is when shrag yelled mind flare but the only one who had any chance of seeing the mind flares was shrag right so we don't see them approaching us yet. no as far as you okay. see it's all black out there but we heard his warning yep we right. heard his warning um real quick uh nature checks from the three of you to understand what that understand what that means. It means poop your pants. Twelve. <laughs> Sixteen for me. All right, Obsidian, what'd you get again? Twelve. Twelve. Well. Eight. Okay. Will, you're not quite sure, other than Mind Flayer, Underdark, bad. bad. Um, Obsidian, you need a, l a little bit more yeah, than that. Better. I mean, they're they they they're. 
They're dangerous creatures of the Underdark. And uh, same thing with uh, with Anari. It's just they're they're dangerous, and you, they're 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 dangerous, and they live in the Underdark. Not much more on that. Um, but given what Shrag's Shrag's panic when he said it, and taking into account the panic look that the Deep Knowns had when they caught sight of him, it's like probably probably not a good thing that you can't, and, and probably a little disconcerting that they're out there in the gloom and you can't see them. I don't like it. Okay. So bring that in. Obsidian, your turn. What are you going to do? Yep. So um, since I'm standing right here, I'm going to use my nat 20 for a 29 total. Okay. Uh, to hit Mr. Troll in front of me, which was for uh, 30, 47 points of magical piercing damage. 47 points of piercing? Yes. Yes. All right, still standing. Okay, and then I'm going to attack it again, and I got a 10 plus 7. Yes, yeah, 17. 17 to hit, okay. Yeah, and... Oops, I fell away. For three more points of damage. All right, it is still standing. Damn. Darn. It's so rough, but it is still standing. All right, Anari, you're up. So now I'm hearing the Elton John song, I'm Still Standing, playing in my head. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, I have rolled a uh, 27 and a 26 to hit. Both hit. All right, so the damage on the first is going to be 16 magical piercing. Yeah. And on the second, it will be um, 11 magical piercing. Uh, 27 the, piercing. The guy, yep, the guy with the uh, vow of enmity on him. All right, well, the first one kills him. Woo! Oh, well, then uh, as a bonus action, I will switch the uh, vow of enmity to this guy. Okay. And, your and give him the, uh, the 11 the points. Other attack hits that for the 11. Yep. Good All right. So and that's my standing. turn. Yep, that's my turn. But it's a, it's definitely looking lethargic. Will, you're up. Okay, I am going to touch another prayer bead. Give him another 2d8 of healing. Okay, that's slightly better. Uh, so that is 14 healing. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I will cast Toll the Dead on this one. Right. So that is a wisdom 16 save. Bang him like a gong. Fails. The wheat. Fails and dies. Oh. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Awesome. Round <laughs> one. That's my turn, and I'm sorry. I need to go take another bio break. If anybody gets a nat 20 while I'm gone, I will use my doohickey to negate it. Brad, you're up. Okay. Uh... Only one standing, I'm, and he's looking pretty rough. Cool. I'm going to go for... Let's cast another second level magic missile. Okay. I am going to do... I've lost track of which ones I have and haven't hit. So the two that have just gone down, the one that was south of the Narian and the one that's literally just gone down, I'm going to pop one acid version of a magic missile into both of those, okay. just to be sure. Because oh. I've, I've lost track of it. 
And then on the other one, that means these two missiles, which will be two... Uh, you've got five points of acid damage in total. How do you want to do it? Um, I'm going to go for the eye holes with the acid balls, burn his eyes out and drop him to the ground. Alrighty, so as you, uh, you ready yourself and kind of, uh, kind of, uh, in some distant land, uh, a gunslinger type pose, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, hit each of the, uh, each of the other two and, uh, hit the, and you just kind of double barrel shoot at the, at, uh, finger gun at the other one. And he, uh, takes it in the face. It just kind of falls over. Um, and they are dead and they are staying dead because of the damage you done. As you yeah. know, trolls, as you know, from trolls, you don't, you make sure you burn or burn, you burn them in some way. Otherwise they regenerate. Yes. So you managed to do well on that. Cool. And as part of my movement, I'm going to hop over to the, the goat and jump back on its back again. And I'm going to remind them, guys, two mind flies out there. It's not good. We need to move now. <laughs> Ready? So. And that's me done. Yep, that's you done. So that that's uh, Obsidian. Do I see these things? No, they are yeah. outside of your vision. Shrag, how far away are they? I lost track of them, but they were probably twice the distance that the trolls were. So not far. Which general direction? Same direction the trolls came from. All right, I'm going to use my action to move the moonbeam 40 feet in that general, 50 feet in that general direction. Okay. I can't see anything. I'm just going to move it. Okay. It, uh, as it kind of moves and illuminates, uh, in that direction, um, it, you, it, nothing, uh, is shown to light. The area is completely, completely clear. Okay. I'm going to leave it there until you end it. Call for an initiative then. Okay. And I'll just kind of, I'll move back a little bit to hang with Shrag. All right. Uh, just to round this out, Anari, what are you going to do now that the trolls are down and you see Obsidian uh, move his moonbeam about 40 feet in the direction the trolls came from, trying to illuminate any other targets? So, far so he moved it over this over this direction essentially yeah okay yeah, somewhere like right and we don't here okay moved. so right about here okay so he moved up but he moved the moonbeam more over in this area oh i think he was just it? moving okay. to show where the moonbeam was i don't think yeah, he really okay. meant to move wasn't there the moonbeam like right around here to begin with yeah the moonbeam was so, right here so if yeah, you so, moved okay, it, so i would have moved it 40 feet here yeah so it doesn't right? illuminate anything okay so since since we don't see anything at this point in time, I'm just going to um, you know move move back with the group um, and prepare uh, in case anything should come out of the shadows towards us again. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. And I'm just I'm going to let the group know that I'm I'm okay for the moment, so no need for additional healing at this point in time. Alrighty, Will. Um. I'm not comfortable moving on with these things at our backs. They know we're here. <laughs> I don't know. knows we're here? Yeah, pretty much everything knows we're here at this point, right? <sighs> I just, I don't want to move on with these things right behind us. 
don't want to go tracing just, down either. I was gonna say, just as a point of point of order, where did the uh, deep gnomes go? Uh, lifting it back over. Okay, like can we ask them how near we are? Do they have an enclave or a home near here somewhere? Can we get to there quickly? They yes, do. That's... It's about twenty five hundred. It's about it's about two thousand two thousand feet, give or take, uh, to the southwest. Like half a mile ish, a little um, bit less. How long would it take us to get there? Do you think? Depending on your pace and how cautious you want to be, it could still take it could take you a couple of hours to walk over there. Hmm. Not gonna I'm take. Think- it's not gonna take much to cross the distance cr- across each of these five hundred foot uh, areas. It's just it's you're not sure what you'll find. what you'll encounter on the way. Yeah. No. That's that's my concern. So I th- I think we still want to try to be stealthy at this point. Um, my concern though is since the mind flares did already spot us. Um, if we want to move quickly to their enclave or if we want to try to still move stealthily so we don't have any other issues. Before we move, of course, we want to search the trolls and see if they've got anything. You don't find anything on the trolls? Never know who they may have killed and what they may have taken off of them. So I had to look. That's fair. And I mean, again, you don't you don't find anything on them. It's going to let Will make a final call, then go from there. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I just want to keep an eye on our backs and progress quietly towards their enclave and expect an attack along the way. That's fair. Much. <laughs> That's I fair. mean, so yeah, we'll it. we'll say we'll say for this initiative's done because the mind flayers are clearly not within range of you. No idea where they vanished. Cool. And Shrag, as he looks about, because he's and the deep gnomes are kind of there too, because they it's nice with their vision. They're kind of an early warning, but not well, seeing any mind flayers that they can see. Okay. okay. And the other thing I can do, because I have a range of 120 feet, I can move the moonbeam out to its end, out to yeah. the end of my range, just to get a, a, a more visual look. But... Yeah, as you you do that, and you kind of see that little pinpoint of light in the distance, and uh, after 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 a while, the spell actually dissipates, right. and you didn't find anything else uh, around there that was of a threat. Um, but using that, there are a couple of paths out of the area um wrong mouse. <laughs> too many mice so give they they kind of lead you in the direct in the way so looking at the uh looking at the other map um kind of in this direction is where they're kind of kind of pointing you so they start to lead you and that is where we will uh end for the session <laughs> As you move into another area, on your <sighs> travel to the uh, Deep Gnome Enclave. Oh man! Yeah, just heads up, guys. I'm out of first level spells slots. A second. Uh, yeah, I'm out of second levels. I'm almost out of thirds, which I can't use anymore because I want to save it for Revivify if we need it. Yep. I only have yeah. one more fourth level. 
So, so you get a, you get a, you get a, you, you have enough time if you take it, you can take a short rest. I don't get spell slots back with a short rest. Though. I was going to say, I don't get spell slots back on a short rest either. Okay. Um, and, and, I already, um, and I already did my one with the last short rest. See, mm -hmm. I get, I do get my oath back though. So I guess I will go ahead and take a short rest. Yeah, we'll do the short rest. I'll get a few spells back as well. Do you guys need any hit points? I'm back to at least in decent range. Um, but does anybody no, else need any healing? That. No, I'll just do one die back. Okay. I'm not that bad off. I will also do a die and I get my channel divinities back with a short rest. So at least there's that. Yeah, I got that as well. All right. I think I'll get my one of my level twos back and both my level ones. Okay, short now, rest. Just to have in mind, guys, if we do need to move quicker, I mean, obviously, most of us are mounted at the moment, but I can summon four war horses with a 60 foot move. Nice. I can also shape shift into a horse. I was going to say, I could summon Steed, but I'd have to prepare this spell. I know, actually, well, Shad could change into something that would, I don't think necessarily faster, but I could always summon some giant elks instead, but I could only get two of those. So Shad shapeshifted. Yeah, yeah giant elks are speed 60 as we well. We also have the brooms that we can use. So mm, we do that's have true too. Options. Yeah. We do have some movement options then. So I agree with the keep moving stealthily for the moment, but if we do need to break and run, we do have options. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That works. Oh, that works. buddy. <laughs> wow. Ah. Oh. Awesome. Not a bad session, right, guys? That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> a little tense, but it's all good. It, it was getting really tense there for a while. Um, thanks thanks for the uh, heels, everyone. Thank you, Jinxie. <laughs> Thank you. That might be a module that's perfect for the tricksters because, you know, those plus, there's those dice bonus options. There are Wandering Monster. And I think I finally decided what I'm going to do with the HP part. We can knock it down, then I'll just throw in a Wandering Monster. Ah, cool. <laughs> We're close, and uh, wandering. If you're watching this live and whatnot, wandering. The HP bar is anytime there's a follow, a sub, a host, or a raid, then that will knock that bar down. And every time it knocks it down, I will throw in a random, uh, a random encounter, a random, mo a wandering monster, which will be based off the Xanathar's wa uh, random encounters for the environment level. So, oh boy. It'd be fun. I mean, we're getting close to it getting knocked down now. It might end up happening somewhere. Uh, I think it might, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the scary proposition. But uh, real quick, going through the activity feed, I uh, want to thank Jinxie for a merch order. Much appreciated. We're, there is a merch store. If you do uh, uh, exclamation merch, you can go get a link and go over and check that out. We got mugs, t-shirts, mice pads, all the fun toys. Um, want to thank Jinxie for the bits. Lots of bits. Uh, uh, Matthew Cook, uh, thank you for the follow. Welcome. Uh, welcome. Thank you, Matt. I don't know how I can. I'll try to try to pronounce this, but I apologize if I butchered. Uh, uh, Gucci followed the uh, channel. G A U 
G-U-A-U-C-H-I. I think I might have pronounced that right. Uh, thank you for the follow. Uh, TC TCG Striker, thank you for the bits. Um, five more minutes, thank you for the follow. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, starting off at the top, Sid for the four-month sub. So, yeah. What the school? Great and intense. <laughs> Uh, Matthew, I do uh, actually two D&D games on Saturdays. We have our morning session right here with uh, Shadow Watch. And then at 8 p.m. Eastern, we have Challenge Accepted for another cast and another crew. They're currently working on a murder mystery in uh, in in the, in the town of Paradon, which is based, which is from an old second edition Ravenloft module. Uh, should be uh, lots of fun to see what happens there. Uh, they're they just uh, they just encountered their fourth victim so they're in their next night and uh, who knows what might happen maybe they'll actually get to the point they can see the catch the killer in the act so we'll see how that goes um and of course sunday morning is sunday with scoob uh 10 a.m eastern where i hang out drink coffee answer questions if any questions come in uh maybe do a little campaign prep maybe uh play some Baldur's gate 3 or some other game i feel like and then, of course, Tuesday night is Scuba and the Rye podcast, where we record the podcast live here on Twitch. And uh, then, of course, next Saturday morning, 10 a.m., we're back here to do this fun, 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 fun. And uh, kind of working through that. <laughs> um, so, and, of course, you can check out previous episodes on YouTube. And you can check out, and now you'll be able to check out from the podcast feed, you have if you can't sit and watch YouTube and want to listen to the audio versions, the uh, look up Scuba Studio on all the major major podcast networks, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Audible, and Amazon. And then uh, also if you have an uh, an Echo uh, device, you should be able to pull it up on Echo as well. So. <laughs> but uh, times. yeah fun times great times and uh look forward to seeing what happens next week hopefully i'll have great more of the, more maps uh built out yeah now you'll finally start walking into the city <laughs> yeah the front the front entrance was dangerous let's see what's in the city <laughs> yeah i'm a little worried about that see, that's the kicker that wasn't the front entrance that just happened to be the entrance that was dug out uh -oh. Which you realize as you come out of that cave, out of that cave, which was like you know, like you know, this ten foot uh, kind of dug space, walking out into this cavern, and it's like oh. And as you as you head toward the uh, cavern, the uh, deep gnomes pointed you toward. That one's about 10, 20 feet in diameter as as you go through. So not exactly a small place. <laughs> no. Uh -oh. But yeah, if you want to support the stream, uh, follows and all that are great. All those support, all those methods are great because uh, it takes resources to do this and all that support helps us keep expanding it out. Uh, you want to join in and be a trickster. There's a whole lot of options to be tricksters and uh, do things like add add uh, plus ones to all dice rolls, add, uh, you know, randoming, random discovery items, random wild magics, which we've or, already seen at length. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Or heal an Aryan who seems to always take a lot of damage. Or heal the players <laughs> as, they're, uh, as, as they're going. That's so. what you get for being a paladin. Yeah, indeed. It works. Pallies take all the damage. Tank. Tank. Tank, 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 tank. Yeah, I don't course, play very guys, good tank, you though. You guys, in fashion, announced your entrance to the city. 
Oh yeah, yeah, like, big style. This was a little bit more enclosed. Daybreak, day flash. What was that spell? Sunburst. 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 Better. In a cat, in a huge in, a, in an underground high, cavern, five hundred <laughs> foot wide cavern. Oh with my! Entrances leading into other places. It's fun. I really fine. need a big spell that doesn't just like create a solar flare. <laughs> It's fine. It's not like some goblin on a goat then the combination of screaming goblin cavalry and also a goat baying as well, charging into something. Yeah, that might not have been a good move. Yeah, combat's not quiet. We were going to announce our presence either way. Oh, yeah. Once those those uh, trolls saw us, we were just... No. <laughs> just a matter of time. Yeah, we'll be fine. I like that. If you're going to make an entrance, make a memorable one. Oh, very so nice, Rengal. Shadowwatch knows how to make an entrance. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Steve, for running this. Thank you, yeah, as ever. for being it's always here good. with us. Thank you, guys, for playing with us. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys getting up and joining us these mornings on Saturdays. Yeah, it's a good way to start the weekend. Yes, great way to start the weekend. Uh, thank you, uh, all of you, for spending your time uh, with uh, out here this morning. Thank you, everyone in the chat. And uh, I guess we'll see you this evening for Challenge Accepted and see what happens there. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you on our next stream. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, all.